message is from Family Worship Center. This message will not only build your life, but will make you experience the transforming love of God. Open up your heart and be blessed. Father, I came here this morning not to represent myself, not to speak of myself or anything from me. I came here, Lord, to declare your word. Please help me to stay with your word. Let your kingdom come. Let there be light. Let there be understanding. Let there be understanding. Lord, it is the word we don't understand. The devil comes and takes. So, Lord, this morning I pray that everybody who hears this word will understand it. And because we understand it, it will be implanted in our hearts. And we will go out there and work with it. That this word will bear 60-fold and 100-fold. If it does 30-fold, I wouldn't mind. But that this word will not fall to the ground. It will accomplish the purpose for which you are sending it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 5, verse 21. Thank you. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 11 verse 5. By faith, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that what? That he pleased God. Praise the Lord. So let me reiterate again that this year we are loving God on purpose. We are loving God deliberately by waiting on him, by walking with him, and by choosing him daily. Do you remember that? That we are going to love God deliberately on purpose. We are going to think about it, and then we are going to do it by waiting on him, by loving him, by walking with him, and by choosing him daily. Also this year, if you remember, the end of last year, Pastor Wilson preached this message, and we decided that this year we will love God, we will walk by faith, we will give, give, and give, and we will walk in wisdom, and we will keep pressing on. We will keep pressing on. Praise the Lord. So the last two Sundays, we looked at loving God by waiting on him. By waiting on him. Do you remember that? That we said we will wait on the Lord. And today we shall be looking at loving God by walking with him. By walking with him. What I'm trying to do is to make sure you don't miss it. That you know exactly what it means to, to walk with God. You know exactly what it is to wait on him. You know exactly what it is to choose God. And I'm, I'm, decide, I'm discovering as I'm studying that I can speak on this on one topic for 10 weeks, but I'm just trying to put everything together so we do other things. But um, so, so let me start this morning by asking, what does it mean to walk with God? What does it mean to walk with God? Where we read, it says, Enoch walked with God. He walked with God. And then in the New Testament in Hebrews, they said, this is how he walked with God. He had a good testimony. He pleased God. He pleased God. He walked with God by a good testimony and pleasing God. And um, some people said, Enoch so pleased God. The way God used to come to the, in the garden and walk with Adam and Eve. 
he walked with Enoch and they walked. One day it was just, just come, let's go home. And he just carried him. So what does it mean to walk with God? It is a decision to keep God at the center of your thoughts in everything you do or say. It's a decision. Walking with God is a decision. The Bible says can two walk together except they agree. And before they agree, just like before you agree to marry your husband or your wife, you, 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 it, you made a decision. Zibirim made a decision, I'm going to marry Victoria. And he married her. So it has to first be a decision. You make a decision that you are going to put God in the center of everything you do and everything you say. That you will not say or do anything outside of God. That God will be at the center of your relationships. You will keep him in, the, in your finances. You will keep him in every plan and every area of your life. That is what it means to walk with God. That you will keep God at the center of everything. God at the center of your relationship. The reason why some of you are fighting as, as husband and wife and are not resolving it is because you have taken God out of it. If you bring back God to everything you are doing, it will resolve, the issue will resolve itself. If you put back God in that, in the, in that sibling squabbling, 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 squabble. If you put God in that fight, you are fighting with anybody, you will resolve it. If you bring God into your business, it will shock you what will happen. So, it's a decision. It's a decision. So, to walk with God is to keep him in the center of all your life. That God in the center of all your life becomes a constant, continuous way of life. That you form a habit. That putting God in all your life becomes a habit. Isn't that amazing, Yakubu? That you make God, putting God everything a habit. That you don't tie your tie in the morning until you ask God. That you don't do anything. You don't even buy soap. You don't buy pomade. <laughs> you don't buy bleaching. They, don't, they are banned bleaching cream. That you don't... I have to put something a little because some of you are already sleeping. That you don't buy even the bleaching cream without asking God. It becomes a habit. That putting God at the center of everything becomes a habit. I want you to write that down. Hey, that is, that is big. That enthroning God in all your life becomes a habit. It affects your family. It affects your work, your business, your recreation. It affects what you think, what you say, how, what you eat, what you drink, what you wear. It affects where you go and who you befriend or don't befriend. That putting God at the center of everything you do becomes important. It becomes a habit. If I let you go home right now, I have preached a complete message. God in the center of everything you do. Working with God is to build a close relationship with him to where you consider Jesus and God your close friend with whom you spend quality time together. He talks with you. He walks with you. You open your heart to him and talk about everything. When you are happy, you let him know. When you are sad, you let him know. When you are confused, you ask him. When you are sad, you tell him to help you. When you are tired, you go to him. That in everything, you acknowledge him. Hallelujah. You talk to him about everything. Isn't that what friends do? Isn't that what good husbands and wives do? They talk about everything. Pastor Ina and I used to talk about everything. We used to just talk, 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 talk. 
We used to talk. Did you see that person? Did you, did, what happened there? We used to just talk. And the more you talk with somebody, the closer you are with them. And so I just had God say to me in my spirit right now, there is somebody you are talking with that is somebody's wife or husband. Stop it. It sounds like casual, but you are drifting. Because the person you talk with every day, you will emotionally get connected with. Did you hear me? So there is somebody you are chit-chatting with. There is somebody you are older than a woman. You are so older than that person. You are already talking with him. And it's just, just a small boy we are playing. Before you know it, you will see mama trying to marry Pekin. Stop it now. Any, see, anything you don't want, any relationship you don't want to continue, stop talking to it. Or stop talking into it. Did you hear me? Do you understand? So you keep talking, talking, talking. You find yourself entering. Uh, I'm talking from experience now. I just start talking to the Muslim man, just small, small, small. Before I know it, he's calling me a street name. And we're talking and talking. And I'm beginning to look at my telephone. When his name appears, his name is different from everybody's name. He's so sweet and all. And I'm like, really? It looks innocent. But there's nothing innocent with the devil and the child of God. Did you hear me? I'm preaching real good, whether you like it or not. And I'd rather get you very angry right now. I'm free. Down, down the road, you say, Pastor, you, you should have told me. But there is a man, you are texting a, a girl right now that is not your wife. Stop it. It sounds innocent. But that is deliverance from you, for you right now. So you talk together with God every time, all the time. You talk about everything. You become interested in each other's interests. You be, actually, you become interested in God's interest because God is already interested in you. God is already in love with you. But as you keep talking with him, eventually you begin to get interested in his things. You enjoy each other's company and communication and you agree completely with each other. That is what it means to talk with, to, to work with God. It is to agree completely with him. To agree completely with God. That you don't have a point where you are arguing with God or disagreeing. Say, I don't like that one. And all. You see, there are certain things I don't like in the Bible. There are a lot of, some, some things, not a whole lot. I don't like, I don't like the way they, they treated women in the Old Testament. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. So many things. But who am I to complain? When I, let me just obey here. When I go, I say, God, what was that all about? And then God will say to me, but I corrected it. It was corrected in the New Testament. Because there's neither male nor female. We are all one in Christ. Have you seen that? But in the Old Testament, it was really bad. So, okay, so what was I saying? You agree with him completely to build your relationship. So, what, is, what does it mean to work with God? Is to build a close relationship. Where, like I sat down this morning, he said to me, give this amount, not what you thought you could give. It's almost double of what I thought was my tithe and offering. Okay? What does it mean to work with God? It is... God and man working together as a single unit in sync. And you are so together. It is him. It is you needing him so badly like a drowning man. Without whom if God does not intervene, you are going to drown. So it is you needing God's help and intervention. A pastor told a story. He, liked, he, he loved um, deep sea diving. And he got his instructor and they went into the ocean to deep sea, to, to dive. Somehow, by some whatever reason, they dive into the water and they are swimming and looking at fishes and different things. You know how these Oyimbo people are. They enter everywhere. Him and his instructor. And 
Eventually, he found out that his oxygen was finishing. And his oxygen finished. And he was beginning to struggle. So he told his instructor that his oxygen was finishing. Listen to this story. The instructor now told him, you see, these people, they are incredible. In the gadget of the instrument of the oxygen, there is a tube that hangs. And it is for such an emergency. So when his own oxygen finished, the instructor beckoned him to come to him and he now connected his own, that extra tube to his own oxygen. And they were now, they now had to swim together. Meaning that wherever the instructor went, he had to go with him. Because if he disconnected from that oxygen, he will die. That is how we must be with God. So if we, he swam this way, the guy followed him this way. He swam that way, he followed. And they did that until they both came out of the water together. He connected to his oxygen. That is how our relationship with God must be. That we are so connected with him that apart from him, we can do nothing. And apart from him, we will die. Anybody get the point this morning? So that working with God is to be completely in sync with him. It is to work with him in a rhythm. With him, so that we produce good music together for the world to his glory. So it is God being the lead guitarist and we being the rhythm guitars. Or God being the lead singer and we being the backups. That it is never the other way around. We are, we are, we are backuping and God is following us. No, that we, if God leads and we follow, we produce good music. Did you hear me? Are you understanding what I'm saying this morning? John chapter 15 verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without that instructor, in that, with that extra oxygen, that man would have died. In the same way, without God in your life, you will keep failing and you keep being frustrated. You keep being frustrated all your life. But when you connect to God and let him lead, you will be successful. Say amen. amen. What does it mean to walk with God? It means to cooperate with him in harmony and in communication. Talking to him and listening to him. Talking to him and listening to him. Have you seen those people canoeing during Olympics? They have, they are backing. Okay, so let me see how it works. In the canoe, they are backing where they are going. Have you seen that? And the instructor is the one in front. So they keep paddling and paddling. And the man keeps telling them how to, is giving them the instructor instruction. That's how we are with God. Now, if all of them are bad, uh, can, uh, paddling and two of them decide to do this way and that way, what will happen to that boat? It will capsize because it, we are supposed to be in sync with one another. Without God, we will not succeed. I want to plead with you this year that you stop your life and connect your oxygen to his oxygen so you make it. Amen? Amen. What does it mean to walk with God? It is to say to the Lord, where are you going? I want to go with you. There is no, apart from Enoch and Noah, they are the two people the Bible says walked with God. Enoch and Noah, they are the only two people the Bible gives a record of walking with God. Another wonderful example of somebody, of what it means to walk with somebody was Ruth and Naomi. Wherever you go, I will go. Your God, my God. 
Your people, my people, where you die, I die. They bury me there. That is what it means to follow God. It is to lay hold of him. Praise the Lord. What does it mean to walk with God? Walking with God is to go in the same direction with him. In the same direction. It is also to keep in step with him. Not going ahead of him or behind him. So we are going in the same direction and we are keeping step together. I want you to know that you can be walking in the same direction with God but not in step with him. And if you don't walk in step with him, you are going to make mistakes. I'll tell you, and sometimes it looks a little difficult to keep in step with God because it looks like God is always too slow. When we get out of step with God, it's when God is too slow for us and then we go and borrow money. Anytime you borrow money, you are out of step. Did you hear me? Anytime you borrow money or borrow, 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 it's not working in step with God. Because if you are working with God, you can wait. When you are out of step with God, you are coming to church, you are praying, you are believing God, and then you say, God, my, my clock is, is ticking, I need to marry. You marry anybody. And sometimes, we, it is immediately after we do the thing that the right thing comes, but you have already done what we wanted to do. Like when um, Saul did the sacrifice, he just finished the sacrifice, Samuel comes. So sometimes when we make those wrong decisions, it's just at the nick when God is about to break through for us. And so this year, I want to beg you to just wait on God. And like I said the last two weeks, if he does not say anything or do anything, just wait. Waiting does not kill. It just makes you a better person. It makes you a more patient person. It makes you a mature person. It builds character in you. Don't create anything for yourself. Don't go and, uh, and me, I'm tired of waiting on God. Like seriously? You cannot be tired of waiting for, on God. You have to wait on him because he knows you better than you know yourself. So you can be on the same direction but be out of step with him. Now, there is something Pastor Ina said long time ago that I always remember. If you take a circle, for instance, and you draw, you know, at one degree, 360, 45, 90, okay? He said if you were supposed to go on that straight line, that zero degree, and you move by 0. 0.0005 degree, at the beginning, everything looks okay. But as you continue to draw the line, it begins to widen. So you may have gotten out of sync with God and everything looks right. It's just looking right, but there are already deviations because if the foundation is wrong, the top cannot be right. Ay, 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 ay. Did you hear me? If the foundation is wrong, you may be praying together, joined. You say, hey, we're married now. We are fine. We are this. And I'm sorry I'm always using marriage because marriage is what is on almost all of your minds, those of you who are not married. And so you say, hey, we are married. We are praying together. We are fasting. We give and all. You, it still looks okay. But as the years keep going back, because the, the first point was not taken properly, if, if that line was not straight, it begins to go out, out, out. And you who started to thinking you are going to go to Lagos, you will end up in the same direction, but in Calabar. Or in the same direction, Ibadan or Abiyakuta. But when you started from Abuja, and you went through Bida now, everything was okay. But then you began to deviate small, 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 small. Because it's a straight line. I want to plead with you that 
Be careful the decisions you make without God because there are dire consequences and the consequences are not good. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And that is why no matter how long it takes you, you wait on the Lord. You say, Pastor, I'm going to be 50, I'm not married. Wait on the Lord. See, it is us in Africa that insist that you must give birth to your own children. And thank God now, 60-year-olds are giving birth. If you have a womb, they will manufacture baby and put for you in your stomach, you'll give birth to it. And I'm grateful to God for that. There is nothing science is not doing now. So there is no need to rush and hurry. For anything, let us wait on God and walk with him. When we walk with him, it pleases him. Praise the Lord. A little degree of um, deviation can bring a lot of problems. Praise the Lord. So in working with God, you go in the same direction. You stay in step with him. You accept his viewpoint. You you accept his, um, and sometimes his viewpoint may differ from your viewpoint. Whenever his viewpoint differs from yours, you give in, you give, give in to his. You drop your viewpoint and carry his own. Did you hear me? The wisdom that is from above, when he sees reason from the word of God, it gives in. It yields. So you may be thinking that this thing you were doing was right. But when you see light and when you see the will of God, drop your own. There is something about doing the will of God. Even when it hurts you, that down the road, it pays you. I remember when Pastor Ina died. And I thought I needed a relationship. I just thought, I lied to myself. That, see, we were doing this work together and both of us were always tired. How was I going to do it alone? So I kept thinking I needed a shoulder. I needed somebody. I was used to living with a man. It just looked impossible to, live, to not live without a man. And as long as I made those mistakes, uh, that decision, things were just going like this in the ministry, complaining, this person would write me that letter. People that were not anything would come and sit in my office and tell me rubbish. They were just talking, talking. And I would be saying, but you people don't understand. You don't understand what I'm going through. When I finally saw the light, and I saw that I don't need any human being but God, I stood and the desire for man disappeared. See, if you wait on God, he will fix it for you and he will help you and you will overcome. I'm not telling you a lie. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have anything to gain by telling you to wait on God. I'm, I don't, except for your own gain and for the glory of God. And so you have to trust God, trust that he will take care of you and he will fix it for you. Amen. Please clap onto the Lord and just encourage me a little bit. Hallelujah. So your viewpoints may differ. And when that time comes, ultimately you let go. So that ultimately God is in charge. His goals become your goals. His objective becomes your objectives. His views become, become your views. You completely agree with God. To walk with God is to agree with him. Can two walk together except they be agree? To, to walk with God is to be agreed with him. Is to agree with him completely. Even when it makes sense to you or not. Even when it doesn't, you understand it or you don't understand it. Even when it looks like it's hurting you. If it's in the will of God, at the end you'll be better off for doing it than doing your own. Than doing your own. Let me maintain this, reiterate this point because the Holy Spirit is bringing it back to me. That when you go out of step with God, at the beginning it looks okay. But as you keep traveling, the, 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 divide, the, distance, the, the, the deviation will begin to show. You see people, I've seen some women, especially Nigerian women, they can tackle a man until he marries them. They can, they can stress a man 
until he marries them. And you know the first two, three, four, five years, six years, they'll be okay. But every year you live together, if that foundation was not God, you are, you are going apart, going apart. Until eventually it scatters. And in our society, we don't divorce. And so we live together with an enemy in the house. Because we got what we wanted. We, and we quieted everybody in society. Now we are married, we are missus. But at the end of the day, we begin to drift apart. Because from the, from the first point, there was a 0.1% deviation that completely took you out. 25, 30 years down the road, it will show. It will show in your children. It will show in something not working out right. So a lot of times when I see people, these couples that are always fighting and needing five hours counseling, I don't counsel them. I don't. Because when we were supposed to do premarital counseling and make, you refused to come. And when we told you don't do it, you did it. Like people with sickle cell, ASAS, you tell them not to buy, they will say they, are, they have faith. And down the road, the first two years, they are okay. They have the baby and all. The, the first baby is okay. The second baby, you begin to get fever. And before you know it, Sickle cell. You spend the rest of your life caring for children. All your money does not do much but sickness. So God's way is the best. It's what I'm trying to say. So agree with him completely. <laughs> what does it mean to walk with God? It is to walk in a different direction from other people. It is not to flock with everybody, but to break out and stand out and make a decision to walk with God. As a child, through the grace of God, I saw all the children in Nasarawa just getting pregnant, drinking, abortion, and all that. And I said, no, I don't want to do this. I wrote a letter to my uncle. I said, uncle, I want to come and live with you. I, want, I need authority over my life. I need a parental care. My uncle took me in at the age of 12, and he stopped me. That was the grace of God. But it was also a breaking away of saying, I'm not going to be like everybody. I'm not going to do this. Yeah, yeah, Christianity, they do in Nigeria. Where you say you are a Christian, you are lying, you are cheating. There is no ounce of integrity on you, in you. You come late to everything and all. I'm not doing it. I want to stand out and break out. By the way, I learned something this week in my study. That if you go to a place, 7 o'clock, for instance, church starts at 6.30. If you come at 6.30, you are late. If you come 5 minutes or 15 minutes before 6.30, you are early. And if you come late, you are rude. Did you hear me? So when, we, like when I struggle and come here at 6.30, I'm late. Because to come to a place on time is to come before the time. And so I look at someone like Professor Lambo. He's always, he'll come and sit here before anything. Yeah, they were doing a wedding here yesterday. Jonathan, he came before everybody and sat down. That is what people of class do. And you look at them, these are old generation people that were taught by missionaries. So they know what is right. So when you break away, you say, no, I'm not going to do this mediocrity. I'm not going to do this lying, this stealing, this cheating. This, I'm not going to live like everybody. Enoch pulled away. In his generation, the Bible says the heart of men have become desperately wicked. One day he woke up and said, you know what, I'm not doing this. I'm going with God. I'm going to do righteousness. And the Bible says God saw it and noted it. And one day, he picked him out. So it is to go in a different direction from everybody. When ladies are dressing and exposing breasts, I don't understand it till tomorrow. I can never understand why you think that as a Christian lady, any part of your breast should show. Even if it's a small V here, it's suggestive. 
I don't understand it. So if you are going to work with God, you break away. Say, no, I'm not going to do what everybody's doing. You will look different. You will look awkward. They will call you a fanatic. But let me be a fanatic and be working with God than to be a good girl and be in the world. I choose God over the world any and every time. I don't understand how girls, Christian girls are wearing clothes. Half of they divide the, from here to the knee. They divide it into clothes too. And their clothes falls in the middle. I don't understand that. Because for a Christian girl, you, are elect, you should cover your thighs. Because your thighs are a sexual organ. Even this one, when men see they don't, if they had them to the lookout. Is it your thigh now? Men, am I lying? The first thing a man looks in a woman is legs. They will look at your legs, I won't marry this one. Her legs are like mosquito necks, legs. <laughs> I, I, all of you are awake now, isn't it? You are awake. You like it when I talk like that. I'm surprised. I come down sometimes and men will say, Pastor, you have beautiful legs. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> but that's a man. See, Auntie Reggie, see jealousy. Because I said I have beautiful legs. She's gossiping with Pastor Wilson. Like, what legs is she talking about? These legs. These ones. Do you love your sister like I love my sister? Nobody loved their sister like mine. The point I'm on a serious note, Auntie Reggie, please don't, don't, don't get behind me. I'm not going to dress like the world. Call me ugly, call me old-fashioned, call me anything. I'm going to cover my thighs. I'm going to cover my breasts. I'm going to cover my armpits. I'm not going to leave my back. My back is for my husband to stroke. It's not for everybody to see. Come on, Jesus. I'm preaching real good. Stop this nonsense that you're calling Christianity. No. No. It's cheap things you expose. Expensive things are covered. So to walk with God is to be against the grain. Walking with God does not mean you become a recluse or a monk. Neither does it happen by chance or happenstance. It is an intentional decision, a conscious and deliberate choice. It is saying to yourself, enough of this rubbish, enough of mediocrity, enough of half and half Christianity, one leg in, one leg out, one leg in church, one leg in the world, enough of that. In enough of lukewarmness or compromised lifestyle. I'm going with God 100%. That is what it means to walk with God. It is choosing to embrace Jesus Christ completely and to walk like Jesus walked. Please put up for me um, John chapter 5 verse 13 amplified. It is embracing Jesus Christ completely and choosing to walk like you walk. It is to choose to do only what you see Jesus do. John chapter 5 I can, let's read it together, everybody. I can do nothing on my own initiative or authority. Just as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is and fair, righteous, unbiased, because I do not seek to, but only the will of him who sent me. That is, that is how we must walk. If you want to walk with God, you must walk like Jesus walked. Jesus was focused. Jesus was focused. Okay. To work with God, I have five more minutes. To work with God is not to seek your will or desire about the will of the Father. It is in spending time in his presence, 
looking to him, listening to him, obeying him, living for him, living in his sight, living in his presence, being led by the Holy Spirit. Indeed, it is to walk like Jesus walked. It is to hate sin. To walk with God is to hate sin and to love righteousness and holiness. He said, because you love righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore God has, our God has done what? Therefore God has anointed you and given you the oil of gladness above his fellows. You cannot love sin and walk with God. And you cannot love what God hates and claim to love him. You cannot love what God hates and claim to love him. Can't come and say you are a believer and you're you are running after a Muslim or a Buddhist or something and claim that you love God. Say, Pastor, after all, God loves everybody. He does love them, but he has also said in another place that you should not be joined with an unbeliever. Have you seen that in your Bible? So you cannot love God and hate, and you cannot love God and love what he hates. You like what he likes and hate what he hates. That is what it means. To walk with God, it is to completely obey him. To walk with God is to walk in humility and to resist pride. Because God resists the pride. God and pride cannot walk on the same road. Because pride is putting God aside and taking the, the lordship or the credit for who you are. So God will walk only with humble people. God hates pride. So to walk with God is to be humble. It is to be completely dependent on God and trusting in him, trusting his lead. Trusting him to lead you where he wants to eventually bring you to heaven. Walking with God is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Enoch walked with God for 300 years. After 300 years, then God picked him. So you don't expect that God will finish with you. No, it takes a while. The Bible says as, as we keep beholding his face, we keep being transformed into his image. And so this is a work of transformation that it, you, it implies we are moving. There is movement and we are moving towards progress. That where you were last year is not where you are this year. And where you will be next year will be further than where you were last year because you are walking with God. Anybody who walks with God makes progress and you keep going from grace to grace, from strength to strength and from victory to victory. Amen? So it is to be transformed into the very image as we walk with him step by step, day in, step in, step out, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, until he takes us home. Praise the Lord. So I did a lot of research and listening for this message. And what I decided to do is just to introduce what it means. Now what a lot of preachers have done with this message is that they would have just said what is um, working on with God, give you two definitions, and then they, we're always rushing, but I decided to just take my time and just do an introduction this week. I don't know when I'll finish this. I pray I finish it next week, but if I don't, nobody's pursuing us. Is anybody pursuing us? So I hope that you have learned what it means to work with God. It is to go in his direction, to go in step with him. It is to walk in holiness. It is to become, to develop friendship with him. It is to not take a 0.1% deviation from his will. So that as the years go by, you are on course. Praise the Lord. Take a moment and pray for yourself. Please pray for yourself.
I want to walk with God. At the end of my life, I want to be said with, about me, she walked with God. Like Noah said, he had this testimony that he walked with God. Kai, I don't want to do my will. I don't want to follow my desire. I don't want to be my boss. I want God to lead me. If after this sermon messages, somebody goes and marries outside the will of God, there is nothing we can do. Because I've told you, God has your best at heart. He loves you and he wants to care for you. Don't go and enter one business, one pyramid scheme. Don't enter anything that God is not in. Because he, has, he, he loves you, you are his child. He wants to help you. Thank you for listening to this message. You will be blessed when you do the things that you have heard. You can make a brand new start in life by becoming a child of God. It's as easy as believing in your heart as you say the following prayer. Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. Jesus, come into my heart today and be my Lord and Savior. I declare right now that I am born again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations if you just said that prayer. It is important that you join a Bible-believing church immediately so that you grow in knowing Christ. We would love to have you visit our church in Abuja, Nigeria. For more information about this ministry, you can visit our website at www.fwcabuja.org. God bless you. Family Worship Center. We care.